Hello? Hello? Hello, how are you? I'm fine, I'm doing well. Thank you for joining. Uh, this is the Rise Above Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony, a.k.a. PG, a.k.a. Blue Mountain, a.k.a. Black Dynamite. And I am finally connected and here with the one and only Elizabeth Perry, a.k.a. Forever Baby. Mm-hmm. And this is the first and ever Triple B series. So bold, beautiful, and blessed. And if you are a listener, you listen to my prelude that I have recorded about half an hour ago as to the basis of this episode. So let's just hop right into it. How was your day, Elizabeth? My day was wonderful. Good, good, good. Seems like you're busy. You know, you're a very, very well busy person. We have, um, we met. At a day's summit, and during the uh, springtime, early summer, I'm gonna say springtime. Yeah, mm-hmm. springtime. And we met at what I like to call a hot box studio because there's no AC. It was boiling hot, and mm-hmm. uh, you put a thousand plus people in there in a hot box, no AC. It can get really sticky. So, uh, luckily. <laughs> Luckily, we was able to network in time before we left. So, um, for the viewers that do not know about you, Miss Elizabeth, tell them a little bit about you. Like, what is your origins of uh, Elizabeth? Well, my name is Elizabeth Perry, aka Forever Baby. Um, I specialize in public relations and journalism. I've worked with people such as Lynch Montana, the Fifty Cent, and I also worked with artists like Robbie Nova and Rick the Villain. Um, I am a Capricorn. I love long walks in the park. And I am the defender of black women everywhere. I'm a self-proclaimed defender of black women everywhere. So um, my sole purpose is to make sure that the reputation of black women is clean Mm -hmm. and active. Nice, nice, nice. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. So, 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 so you're, you are our own black Wonder Woman, so to speak. That's how I like to call it. Okay, that's good. That's, so, that's good. If, you, if, you, if you ask another sister, she may say no, but if you ask me, it's a yes. I, I, well, you know, I would say yes. I'm going to go on and agree with you because I follow you on Instagram. Uh, I see what you do for the culture, I see what you do for the community. And you have your own show as well too, your own Facebook Live show. So what's what, what's what's a bit of, what's a bit about that? I mean, basically on my Facebook Live, uh, you can tune in at Facebook at Elizabeth, and that is E L I Z A B E P H E Perry P E R O I at Facebook. My page is open to the public, so you don't have to add me as a friend. You can just um, look at the advertisement and then. Tune in. But what I talk about is just social issues, politics, and bullshit. And um, a lot of times people kind of neglect the fact that entertainment is contingent to politics and to social issues. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for, for example, the influence that hip-hop has on our culture and has on our society. And when I talk about society, I talk more about more about the black society or the black culture. So mm-hmm. um, 
my whole objective with my Facebook Live show is to have those discussions, have the discussions that maybe a lot of people are thinking but yeah. are not saying, most definitely because nowadays thinking the wrong way is more praise than thinking the right way. So mm-hmm. um, I think that my platform is there just to, is to have those conversations. Now, what I do is I do have those conversations more and more as a monologue, but I also have guests on there. And most of my guests are black men yeah. because um, I do that solely because um, I feel as if the trust between black women and black men has been somewhat um, uh, dissipated in a sense. So mm. um, and I just have good conversations with them. I kind of get their point of view, their perspective on how they think about um, I'll say black women and society overall, and yeah. that's just my whole entire objective. And I love it. I enjoy it, and I think that it is something that the culture needed. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, uh, I'm all aboard on that one because I feel nowadays, especially in, the, in today's society, um, there's a lot of more black consciousness going on. There's a lot of uh, of our people that are waking up to things of this world that are not really for us. And we need to continue to build more of our own community and more of our own culture within ourselves and embrace more of each other and build more relationships towards each other instead of always bickering and fighting to see who's better and who's not. You know, it shouldn't be a crabs in the barrel mentality. You know, it shouldn't be a light skin versus dark skin mentality. It should be, you know, you're black, I'm black, let's build together and help our community because nobody else is. I agree. I agree. So, so I feel that that's a great segue into um, the term nowadays of relationships, you know, and building bonds. You know, um, I, I, did, I, did, I did some history background on, on you. I, I've seen that you have done a lot of work with a lot of, like you said, a lot of artists. And back in the day, you was on a cover of magazines and working with other people. And you are young, you know. Uh, uh, how old are you again for the audience? To, to, 29 to years old. 29 years young, you are, 29 yeah. years young. But the way you carry yourself um, from an intellectual standpoint is, is uh, and, and also from a physical standpoint, because you, you, I see you keep yourself in shape, uh, is, is very mature. So at first, I didn't think you was 29. You know, I thought you was like in your 30s. So, uh. And I can tell that your mind and, and where you're at and your spirit, you carry yourself with much maturity and um, just, 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 just elegance, you know. And that's, that's, that's is what's needed in our society, especially with uh, our black women, because we need to stop being portrayed as hoes or as pimps and players, you know, in TV shows. You know, I feel that we need more shows like the Cosby's, how it was back in the day, in a different world, you know, to show that, you know, we're not just pimps and players and hoes and tricks and all that stuff, but we are very educated. And, you know, we have a sense of clarity and a sense of maturity, you know. So, um, like, I, back to what you're saying about um, your history and to, be, and to being forever, um, forever BB, how did, peop- how did you become... Forever BB, and how did the relationships in the past build you to be where you're at right now? I mean, well, my history is what I can contribute my growth to. 
my experiences, my mistakes as a woman is mm-hmm. what I contribute, my intelligence, my intellect, mm-hmm. and I even say my logic to. Um, if I didn't make most of the mistakes that I made, I don't think I would be as, I'll say, what people like to say, woke. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I modeled for a good second, and big shout-out to DJ K. Slay. Like, he's a wonderful person, a, a, a wonderful pioneer in the game. Um, I did magazines like Smooth and Straight Stunting, and I did all – I went through that whole entire phase of my life of I'm sexy and I want all y'all to know me. And yeah. then because of that phase that I went through, I also went through the phase of realizing that people may act like they value a physical appearance, but they don't. And mm. I said that this week, when I started modeling and I started interacting with other people, yeah, the attention was there, but the respect was lacking. And that mm. was something that made me sort of just, no, I don't want to be a part of this. This is not yeah. something that I want to be a part of because whatever I want to be a part of, I want to feel respected. So um, I then navigated away from that particular um, occupation, and mm. I went into what I did not know at the time. I went into public relations. And I started working with Big Joe, who was working with Managing Camera, and I started working with This Is 50, um, uh, which is 50 Cent's website, and started doing special events with them and um, started doing, um, like, artist <clears throat> showcasing and um, just doing up, setting up photo shoots. Then I'm moving on from there. I worked with um, Robbie Nova, who was a singer and a, a pianist, and I worked with Beat the Villain, and I did some bookings and some management. I wouldn't say management, but some public relations and, you know, uh, different uh, tasks for him. And then I worked for Coke Boys Bear, which was friends from him to the line. And doing all that, I learned so many things because it was such a, a difference in the spectrum, going from, you know, modeling to going to doing admin work, going from modeling to going to doing website development, going to modeling to doing, like, photo shoot planning, uh, going mm. to modeling, developing lookbooks. So mm. am I to, um, you know, be equipped to do these jobs? I had to educate myself. And yeah. um, and I always been a person, my mother. Oh, I'm sorry. My I'm mother, because you say you, so you had to what yourself? Educate myself. Educate. Okay. Say that one more time for these young women out here that think that I they can look all. myself. Yeah, they think that they can just get booty injections and then go on magazines and call it a day and be the next Cardi B or next uh, Black China. No. Education is key. Yes. Like I said, it all depends on what you're looking for and what is important to you. To me, respect was something that was important to me. And, I mean, when you're younger, you don't understand, like, you you don't understand hindsight. So when I was 20-something years old, I didn't understand hindsight. I did things because I thought that, oh, I enjoy this right now, so I'm doing this because at this time I want instant gratification. But yeah. in that moment, I learned that I wanted instant respect. I wanted respect more than I wanted anything else. So mm-hmm. for me, I, I navigated away from that. I say that to say my mother wrote nine books and started mm-hmm. multiple businesses. So for me, I've always been a person who was a reader, who was a researcher. When I used to get in trouble, my mom would have me write what I did, what I learned from doing what I did, and why I would never do it. This is so true. Oh, my goodness. I got, I got stories for days. I have, like, if, if I was able to have, like, I would have had nine books, just like your mother, just based off of I will not lie, I will tell the truth, I will uh, learn to listen and obey, I will respect my mother, I respect my grandmother. 
and that is the same thing with me. So I, oh, we need those. We need that type of discipline. How we was raised, because look at where we at now, you know, and and it's it's an honor and a blessing to have our grandparents. Shout out to the grandparents that were in our lives. Shout out to the parents. Um, I mean, I love grandparents, but shout out to the parents. I mean, parents, parents are, too. Yeah, are the front line, like they're the front line of children's development, of children's yes. experiences. You know what I'm saying? Like grandparents, are like the second line. Now, not not and not saying that they're not important, but they don't play play like a vital role. But like. Parenting is so important. And like I said, my mom wasn't the perfect parent, but the way that she disciplined me was it, it, it built my intellect. It built, yeah. it built my, you know, it, it built my writing skills. I'm like a, I am a poet. I think, I don't know if you saw my post about Tupac, but I've been a poet since I can remember. I've always been a person who, if I go through something, I write it down. I always mm-hmm. been something, if I feel something, I write it down, I express it um, textually, and I got that from my mother. So, I mean, and, and once about black folk, we don't really uh, find ways to mentally relieve ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We don't believe in mental maintenance. We don't believe in going to see, see a, a, a therapist. And for me, my journal and my poetry is my therapist. So mm-hmm. without even it, I was mentally conditioning myself in a healthy way. And I think mm-hmm. that's really important. And I, I kind of, like, I, I, I thank my mom for that. But. And on to back to your, your original question is um, all that all those experiences, all those mistakes, kind of built the women that people see today. So a lot of times, a lot of people have this ideology that if you're not perfect, if you don't have a squeaky clean past, that you can't speak things that are positive. And I think that's like I think that's the first thing that we as a people have to kind of combat. Just because you're not perfect doesn't mean you can't change and become a better person and you that's can't right. And that's, it's, it's, that's almost a form of ignorance in a sense because, I mean, Malcolm X used to be Malcolm Little. You know what I'm saying? If we had that same mentality with all of our civil rights uh, leaders, we wouldn't have none. You know? Hello. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Martin Luther King was fucking bitches. I'm sorry. But at the end of the day, though, no one's perfect. So you can't sit there and just hold – um, these falsehoods against people or expect people to be perfect just because that they have a positive mind state. And um, I think, once again, I'm one of those people. I'm not perfect, but I most definitely do thrive day-to-day to be a better person, to treat people good, to give off good energy, and to make sure that whatever message I'm representing is conducive to our culture. That's good. That's good. That That's awesome. So, um. In today's times, do you feel the term relationship, whether it be um, personal or business, do you feel that the term relationship is flawed nowadays? Like, 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 do you feel that it's a lost art in building a relationship from a personal and business standpoint? Uh, well, one, I think that. Uh, I will always make everything race-based. That's because I'm a black woman in America, so I don't know how not to do that. But I think that to say, um, <laughs> I think black people have, are having these major issues with relationships. I mean, I'm always seeing a whole bunch of old white couples and a whole bunch of young white couples. I'm always seeing a whole bunch of, you know, young Spanish couples. And I'm always hearing about, you know, my white friends getting married and, you know, uh, my white friend's parents being married for 45 years. And you, and you don't hear that too common, not saying it does not happen, at our community. 
Um, and, I, and it goes back to the correlation between our, our music and our, and our hip-hop and entertainment culture influencing mm-hmm. our day-to-day in our lives and how, that we, how we look at each other. Um, I feel like, like I said earlier, black men no longer trust black women that much. And I know, I most definitely know black women ain't trusting black men. Um, mm. And trust is the fundamental or the main, I'll say, base of a relationship. And when you make a whole entire people not trust each other, um, it's still going to trickle down and affect the way they love each other. So I do yeah. think that nowadays that relationships are very superficial. Um, I posted on my Facebook the other day that I asked a question. I said, what's more important, love or money? And the mass majority of men, this is men, the mass majority of men said money. I knew it. I knew it. You know I, mean? I knew it. And I don't get me wrong, once you pay the bills, I'm saying that. But love most definitely, I mean, money can't support you when, you know, like, it, your bank account get low. You know, you know what I'm saying? It, it just, and it was It was taken back to it. I was taken back for a second because I'm like, these are men who are saying this. These are women. These are men saying that right. money is more, they rather a woman love them for their money than love them for just them. So I think it's the same. I feel like love and friendships and relationships have become so superficial. Me, I don't love people or deal with people off of what they can give me. If I think you're a funny person, you got a good personality and your energy dope, I'm rocking with you. I don't give a fuck how much money you got, what you look like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But some people, they only deal with people based off what they can gain, and that's what's really going on in our culture. I'm not saying it doesn't happen in others. I don't want to talk about them that much. But it's happening a lot in ours. And when you kind of intertwine that and just the day-to-day hardships of the world, then you have to go and sleep next to your, someone who only loves you for what you can give them. You know, mm-hmm. it, it can make question. Hold on for a second. Hold on. I'm so sorry. That's important. Well, yes, uh, uh, I agree totally. Uh, that's why I say without no trust, there's no us. And within wow. us, it's about you, you know, and yeah. that's how I feel that love should be. You know, it's supposed to be based off of trust and togetherness and then about you. You know, I, and, and that's how I was talking to my brother about that a few weeks ago because he was asking me, because he's 20, and and, and he he's, you know, getting into his emotions and wants to learn more about relationships and girlfriends and stuff like that, you know. And I was telling him, I said, one thing you need to know, man, is that you need is based off of trust. And within trust, it's all about us. And within us, you have to focus on you. And it goes both ways. So you have to focus on the woman, and the woman focus on the man as well, too. That's how you build together each other, and that's how you gain more trust. So it's 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 a never-ending cycle based off of the center of love. You know, and, um, yeah, sure. Like you said, to, to piggyback off what you're saying, money pays the bills, yes, but love endures. Because God forbid both of you guys get you know not have a job anymore, then what? You're gonna break up? No, you have to work work through it with love. You know, and, um, I feel I feel. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like, and, and, and I'm I'm speaking for myself. I'm old school, you know. So I'm old school. I was raised old school, and my foundations my foundations is always gonna be old school. So. I'm going to love, and I'm going to love on you unconditionally, for better or for worse, till death do us part. 
no matter what happens to you. You know, so I don't care about the the superficiality of what's going on in today's times. Like, oh, she doesn't have that much money, so I'm going to go find somebody with more money. Or she has more money than me. She feels like she's better than me. I got to break up with her. Nah, man. No, no, that's that insecurity. Uh, shout out to the show, but, you know, that's that insecurity. You know, and you can't have that in a relationship, whether it be for business and personal, and even for business. You know, there's a lot of shady people in business. They say that they want to build something or help contribute to something that you're building on, and then when the going gets rough, they want to back away or they don't want to show no support. You know, or if you're in the up-and-coming, you know, there's little to no support. But when you build your empire... People come from out the woodwork. The same people that say, nah, I can't help you right now. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't come to the show because I'm doing something. You know, it'd be the same ones that when you get up there on top of the ladder, you're like, oh, hey, can I hop on? No, you cannot. Because if you didn't if you didn't respect me and wanted to build with me when I was at zero, why all of a sudden you want to do when I'm at 100? To gain notoriety? To gain popularity? No, that's not the case. And that's not going to happen. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, and, and speaking of success, you know, um, you are, already a, uh, you are already a success at such a young age. You know, you do so much for yourself and for the industry. And you have a lot of hats that you wear. So, uh-huh. um... In terms of your success, how do you want your success to be remembered as? You know, I don't think I'm successful yet. I mean, every everybody else in New York City thinks that, but I'm in North Carolina right now, and no one fucking knows me, so I'm not successful. Yet. Okay. <laughs> like to me, I haven't done anything. Like you, one one thing about being successful is being humble. You know what I'm saying, and not getting ahead of yourself. So for me, I ain't shit. You know yet. You know, I'm going to do something, but if I can go to a state and work at front and the customers can work in, walk in and not know me, I ain't doing shit. If I'm, you know, like, so for me, I'm not successful yet. I hear that a lot, and it's a blessing. But that's, that one, that's one, I think that's the social media talking. I think people, once again, are easily impressed by social media. And mm-hmm. I think I'm good at showing what I'm doing and promoting myself and branding myself. But until I get, until I'm able to influence people in a different continent and in a different state, I don't think that I have reached success as of yet. You know, mm-hmm. and that's not, this is not de-appreciating what God has done for me. It's just realizing what he's going to do for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Realizing that this isn't it. So, I, I mean, I think the most important thing is remaining humble, uh, remaining yeah. persistent, and... Um, Making sure that you, you know take care of those around you and having good people around you—that's the most important thing. Have some good people. Around exactly. Well, I mean, to to pick it up, you know, that's what that's what the word says. You know, um, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans for you to prosper, and plans to give you a hope in the future. You know, and um, it also says that God will open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings so you wouldn't have enough room to receive it. So, you know, I. You know, I continue to pray for you daily, and I and I pray for more and more doors to be open, you know, and more success to be happening, so you can continue to uh, be a positive light in somebody's dark time. You know, that's what's needed. You know, like I said, 
we need to embrace more of each other, which is why I'm having this, you know, this this podcast series because I feel that black women should be expressed more in a positive light, not just holes and thoughts or video vixens, you know, none of that, you know, or or, or, or gold diggers. No, we got doctors, lawyers, art, you know, artistics. Uh, poets, you know, uh, entrepreneurs, businesswomen, uh, and then all kinds of facets, you know. So I feel that needs to be more embraced nowadays. So um, I know you're busy, so I have, I have um, one last question before closing remarks. Um, so what will the future of Elizabeth Perry consist of? Um, that's a that's a that's a. Great question. And I actually also I want to speak to I want to kind of address one thing that you just said about poets and those different things sure. pertaining to the arts. I feel as if the reason why these women are there are a lot of women who are poets and dancers, modern dancers, um, and they they do these things such as the arts. But the arts have been most definitely I'll say urban arts have been removed from our culture. Now it's just rap. You know what I'm saying? So they're not highlighted or promote it like they used to be. So that could be the issue with that. But the future for me is just being consistent, acting, mm-hmm. more talking shit, saying the truth. I, and that's just it. And getting the hell out of here. But I... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, trust me. I, I, think, I, think, I think we should switch because if you want to come to New York, then by all means, come on up here. I've been out here 28 years. And I, I just want to go somewhere that's quiet. So I'd rather go to Carolina than, than stay in New York. That's my thing. But, you know, hey, if you want New York, come on and have it. I mean, I think I'm going to get out of work because I was trying to find out and I couldn't. But I'm not now. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> All right. So um, do, do you have any closing remarks for the people? Anything you want to promote? Any shows you have up and coming? Any, um, like you were saying before, your Facebook Live. So is there anything, any episodes you're coming up for that? Yes, I have an episode. See you later, Misha. I have an episode on Thursday with DJ Shuttle. I have an episode on Friday with um, Nino Blue, who's a rap artist, and it's associated with the the Crip game. <laughs> well, I have all the people go ahead. And that's and oh, that's pretty much. And then I have um. Next Thursday, I have a show. I have a show with you on Saturday. Why can't yeah. I get out of here? And then I have a show with Cash, who is the owner of T Sam Radio. Next Thursday, next Tuesday. Yeah, so we're working. I mean, just follow me on Instagram for E B A underscore B A B I E, or you know, I can't have any more friends on Facebook, so that's not going to work. But if you want to tune in, Elizabeth Perry. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask for your social media handles too, but you already said it, so that's good. So once again, it's at Forever Baby at number four E V A B I E. And um, yeah, let's let, let's just wrap it up. I know you're very busy. You got other things to do. You about to hit the gym that you were saying before. And um, I appreciate your time, taking your time out to uh, interview with me. You know, uh, I appreciate the vibe, even off the air. You know, for viewers, for for listeners that don't know, uh, Elizabeth and I, we got such a dope vibe. 
Like, we can talk on the phone for, for a long period of time about everything. And at the end of the day, just laugh it up a lot of times as well, too. So, you know, I appreciate the dope vibe. I appreciate the, the, the humbleness and the, and the genuineness of the, the the business relationship that we build in. And I look forward to continuing to work with you on other uh, on other ventures as well. Same here, same here. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, once again, y'all, this is your boy Anthony, aka PG, aka Blue Mountain, aka Black Dynamite, and you have tuned in to the Rise Above podcast, Triple B Serious, Bold, Beautiful, and Blessed, featuring Elizabeth Perry, aka Forever Baby, aka. Perry don't play that. <laughs> that that's yeah. a new one. I gave that the other day. That's a new one. Perry yeah, you are definitely give me that. I don't play that. You token me well. Perry don't play that. And we, also, gotta, we, gotta side do note, this, we gotta do this again when I can focus. But I'm gonna let you go, okay? <laughs> yeah, and also side note, all you listeners out there, um, when she was speaking about her modeling career before and, and all you guys, all you pervs out there, don't be trying to get in her DM. Don't be sliding her DM, trying to holler at her, all right? Trying to figure out, you know, what, what she's all about. Because she ain't about that life. When I say play, don't play that, I mean, You know, I'm the, king of, I'm the queen of curves. That's what I'm saying. That's, saying. That's what I'm saying. Because all this time, she thought I was trying to, you know, slide her DM to shoot my shot. But I wasn't. I was trying to get some business started. So, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm telling you, don't do it again. <laughs> Don't get a screenshot out here, because you might get a screenshot out here. All right? Just don't do it. Yeah, All right, then. Have a good night. Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Have a good night.